0: Hey, hey, hey! You, how are you doing? Bonjour. <laughs> That's <is> write. <all> <laughs> Comment ça va? Ça va bien merci. Et vous? How are you doing? How is life? I mean, you know the drill. You know. <laughs> Trust you're doing well. Trust you're in good health. I'm fine. I mean, you've not asked me, but I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good myself. It's been a, a great week actually. It's been a week full of smiles. We start out so great. Well it's been pretty good for me, I've been you know, active and busy with stuff and more of that and I mean this week I've been using words like portfolio so I mean I feel like a big boy you know <laughs> but yeah I'm good. So if you remember in the last episode we spoke with Tolu and am going to know about her and her journey up to this point point. and I told you the second part if you remember clearly so this second part we talk money. I mean, wait till I get my money right and stuff. So, I mean, I'm already practicing, talking portfolio people, talking about investments and things like that. On this episode, we discuss mostly economics, money, Nigeria, what you should do, understanding money. And like I said in the last episode, towards the end of this episode, there will be like, is it one surprise or two surprises? You'll find out at the end of the episode. So, without further ado, here is the second part of the interview with Tolu. Um, I'm thinking of where I should hit you now, because I have I have many questions about money, <laughs>
1: because
0: okay. I've been, I mean, even from our little conversation, I've asked you some questions about things like forex because I've been born personally that kind of thing. So oh it,
1: yeah, and I responded. So next time, do not do what would make you go into a coma.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, in terms of a financial education. If you okay. were to educate someone on their finances, how long do you think you take the person to learn? Like on your blog now, you drop regular posts about finances. Yeah. But if someone was to come for a one-hour class with you every day, yeah. How long would you say it take them to get sound in your finances?
1: Okay, so first of all, so I don't. When it comes to financial education, I don't think we can put a timeline to it. Understand? It's something you learn for a long time. You can learn it. Throughout your lifetime, understand. But of course, you keep going. So it's not like i like okay, you know, I'm going to teach you financial education in one week, and you're good to go. Your life will change. No. So like I said earlier, even even Daniel, even Jeff Bezos, there are people that they are still learning about. Of course, of course, of course. Maybe their own um, way of learning is definitely different from a millennial or a le- like a middle class or a proper person but the point is that there is no uh, timeline to understanding financial education. It is over time, you grow over time. But of course you can always you can always speak to me and or speak to any investment advisor out there and they will guide you through it. So for me there's something I always do. I believe to have a proper financial education you also need to balance it with every aspect of your life. So, if you come to me now, I need to understand every other aspect of your life. Like, what affects you that you're not productive enough to um, make money? You, you, I don't know. Do you understand me? Like, there are some, when you're trying to grow your wealth or being productive in a particular thing, a certain aspect of your life, like other aspects of your life, can have an effect on it. So for me to teach financial education, I need to have like a whole, like an overview of you as a person and how this influences it, what we can do to, what you can do basically to stop it or to reduce it and then focus more. So it's like when I'm teaching you financial education, I have to understand, that. okay, first of all, are you in, like how do you spend? Are you in debt? Like things like for you to be able to like grow your money, basically you need to be able to understand that you owing like owing and then spending on something that would not grow what you spend the money on is it the way to go so oh. stuff like that so of course you can I can teach financial education but there's no timeline to it.
0: All right, all right. So now from what you have said, what I can dissummit is that if we're going to have a financial educational class now, it has to be elaborate. <laughs> so let me design my. Labrat situation. Let's assume the current situation <laughs> okay. of things now. My yeah. disposable income is twenty five thousand naira. Okay. What would you tell me to do with that twenty five thousand naira?
1: Okay, so the first thing I will tell you is, if your disposable income is twenty five thousand naira, then you need to understand that you cannot, whatever, whatever you spend on, cannot be higher than twenty five thousand naira. So that's the first lesson I'll tell you. So this is the thing, if you know this is your purchasing power, like this is what you have, you need to spend less than you earn. It's very important. You can't you can be earning twenty five thousand naira and then be spending on things worth fifty thousand naira. I think that is the beginning of um of what call it of your of downfall when it comes to your finances. And then if you're earning twenty five thousand naira. You need to be. You need to do proper budgeting. So a lot of people, when it comes to budget, they do it in their head. But I always advise people. See, when it comes to budgeting, you need to write it down. It is very important. You need to make a list. If you're earning that really small money, then you need to first of all understand your person. Understand what you need. Like you need to understand your needs from your own. Earning that particular kind of money now, I do not think it should be. Looking much into ones of like, okay, you know what? I want, I want. Let's say you. Let's just assume that you are like, let's say, like an assistant, an executive assistant, and you you earn twenty five thousand dollars You want to because you are into, you really love trainers. That's what you want to start like collecting trainers, or you want to buy TVs. So I wouldn't tell you that's the way to go. So out of that twenty five thousand dollars of course, you need to be able to budget and understand that, okay, this is the amount I want to save. get this is, this is the amount I want to save. Of course, you can always save towards you buying your trainers. I'm just telling you that at that moment, you need to do proper budgeting. You need to look okay, this is what I'm spending. This is going to be my transportation to work. This is going to be on food. And if you're earning that particular kind of money also, you need to understand, you need to be able to cut how you spend in terms of food. You need to understand that you need to buy in bulk. You can't be buying um, um, an item as a go when you're earning that kind of money. So you need to understand that I need to spend less than I earn. Very important. I need to seriously budget. need to save, especially for um, emergency periods. You're earning 25k, So you need to be able to save in case you have events that come up and you have to spend 40K on, so you're not going to be left stranded. And if you're earning 25K, I would tell you to also try. It might not be easy. I know it always sounds, I don't need to say it, it sounds like it's so easy. It might not be easy. You need to try to have a gig. You need to try to, if possible, pay for something like like to develop your skill. Growing up, my parents believe so much in skill and I believe so much. Like right now, I'm into I can so I'm into I'm into the fashion world, and it is something that I know that even if nothing works out again, I can fall back to it because that skill will forever be with me, and I enjoy it. So you need to understand that you need to have a side gig that brings in something. It could be it could be three maybe three thousand in a week, three thousand in a month. Doesn't matter. You need to understand you need to have something that be on the side that you can earn from. Then if you're earning twenty five thousand and you want to borrow, yeah, you want to borrow, I think whatever you're borrowing should be, should be, that money should be. It's like you're borrowing to invest in a business, you're borrowing to invest in something, you shouldn't be borrowing, you shouldn't be in debt and squandered because you're earning just $25,000. So when, like everything I'm saying is not as easy, to be honest, as it sounds, but it's about giving it a try. Once you have all this in place, over time it gets easier it's not always easy at the start but over time it gets easier
0: yeah okay so okay yeah that sounds that's like a beginner step yeah
1: it's a beginner's purpose
0: okay <laughs> now let's graduate let's assume with the way the world is now so we're not doing hypothetically corona has hit okay. us
1: yeah
0: people are losing jobs people are Having their salary slashed, so let's assume I used to earn sixty, seventy thousand naira, and then my salary was slashed to about fifty. But I've somehow budgeted to the point where I can save twenty thousand naira out of the sixty thousand.
1: Yeah.
0: In that twenty thousand naira, what would you advise me to do with it?
1: Okay, you, you can save, save twenty thousand naira, naira out of the yeah fifty. Okay, so, well, so during this kind of period now, like what I always tell my clients basically is, so this is a period where there's a lot of volatility in the market, and the economy is unstable, not just in Nigerian economy, like worldwide, the the, like the global economy is unstable, a lot of uncertainty in the market. So, Once, like, what you would always hear people advise is that, oh, you save, you save, you save, then you invest. But what I always tell my clients is that if you're not, like, this is a period where because of how volatile the market is and how uncertain it is, you don't have to do anything. You can can just keep saving. Like, it is okay to do that. You understand? It's actually okay. But once you spot an opportunity that you can put your money in, then you can go ahead, you understand? But I would I would say what you can invest. So once you have saving, if you can save 20k over time, then it's okay. Once you spot an opportunity to invest in something, I will talk about the investment aspects. But before you go ahead and invest in what I would advise, it's like a small income saver, investing is you need to also have a proper investment plan in your head. Like, you need to know, okay, this is what I want to invest in. You're not just jumping into investment. You need to know that, okay, I'm going to invest in this. But is it, you want to invest in fixed income or you want to invest in agriculture. You need to know that. You need to also know your risk appetite. I think if you're saving 20K, I, I'm not sure you have, you, you want to risk that money. It's like, you have 20K and you want to put it in Forex. That's a no-no. <laughs> it's no no like <laughs> you understand okay. so you need to know your risk appetite like okay Wait, before we, before you know, we go, before we go any further if you high like if you know you're you have this high risk appetite then of course you can put in forex and whatever it
0: is. before we go any further can you tell people what forex is exactly so okay. don't you sound okay. like yao yahoo. okay
1: okay. <laughs> okay so forex basically okay so forex basically is you investing in foreign currency you understand? so but when you say trading in general, you can invest in Forex, that's foreign currencies. You can, for example, like there are different pairs when it comes to foreign, like you have the USD um, card, USD Canadian dollars. You can invest in the Euro, um, USD, something like that. You can invest in stocks. So there are different things to invest in when it comes to trading in general. That share Okay. Yeah. So let me go back to what I was talking about. Come okay. back. You no, we're still going to talk about forex if our listeners want to hear it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So you need to know your risk tolerance, and you also need to diversify that twenty error. I do not. So if you have ten error you should put ten k in one investment and ten k in another. I don't think you just want to take the ten k and put it in just one, except it's a very it's a low risk asset. You understand? We have various assets like treasury bills, which we we'll still talk about, oh, okay. like treasury bills. You understand? Like um, FGN savings bond, things like that. Those are very very safe, and you cannot just put in everything. So whatever you do, also when you're saving, is in as much as you're investing, you need to also have money in cash. You understand? You know, I I said something about saving for emergencies. Yeah. So it's like a saving. We want to know that I'm saving for emergency, and also I'm saving for investment. So, you need to be able to know that okay, you have something in cash, something you can easily liquidate, and just by liquidating means that there's some investment you can do, and you can easily collect your cash back. There's no timeline to it. You okay. Understand? Yes. Yeah. So now, let's come back to the main question, which is if you have let let's say let's just assume that. You've had that money and you're investing in, like, you have your 20k. We We're you not assuming I
0: have 20k, <laughs> okay? Okay,
1: okay, So, you have 20k, yeah. What should be investing? Okay, so the first thing is you can invest in treasury bills,
0: oh, okay?
1: Okay, so let, let's say you say, okay, so is this your 20k, have you saved it over time, or you just 20k you have right now?
0: So because of covid basically i'd invested all my money earlier in something so when covid started in march i saved 20k in march 20k in april so i have 40k now
1: so you have 40k now
0: at the end of june also i'm going to have another 20k coming in so that's 60k but it has not come in yet
1: okay so you can save in treasury bills so you can treasury bills are um Low risk assets, there are investments in government um, securities. So you're basically investing in government, and that is relatively safe. So I would not, so some from firms, some from banks or financial institutions, their minimum investment in treasury bills varies. You understand? So your 60K, might, you might not be able to invest it in some other, some certain firms, like the bank now, most of them, their minimum is 100K, 100,000 Naira. And so I'm not sure you'll be able to go there. maybe the other financial institutions like ARM, uh I'm not certain exactly what their minimum is. I can always find out for business if you want me to. So you understand, but you can always put it in treasury bills. Then we have these FGN savings bonds that the government um that the government um introduced for low income earners. So that's when you can save as low as five thousand in it. So you can put your money there so the um for so the SGN savings bond, the tenure of saving is between two to three years in so you can put your money there and then you, you're going to be earning quarterly on it so there's another thing you another investment you can go into that is, uh, mutual fund have you heard of mutual fund
0: yeah like a couple <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, the mutual fund. So, mutual fund basically is when a financial institution pulls money together from different people and then invest it in certain assets that you cannot maybe invest in yourself. For example, so the way you have 60K now and you can invest in treasury bills in some certain banks or so because of their minimum, you can take that money, put it in your mutual fund. So, all mutual funds, they will now use that money and invest it in things like maybe treasury bills bond like government bonds. Don't forget, you know I said FGN government bonds which is for low income earners. Yeah. There's also government bonds which are like really you can have as long as seven years, eight years in those ones. That's like they also have their minimum. So you can they can invest in bonds, they can invest in dollars, they can invest in shares. So basically depending on the mutual fund asset itself you're investing in. So when it, when you let's say you can there are certain um companies Like, for example, Scambic Asset Management. So, you can invest in their mutual funds and you can earn something on it. Then, another thing I know you can invest in is the agri sector. Um, Have you tried investing in the agri sector before? Um, Like, you have a. What?
0: I've spoken to a number of them, but I've not put my money in it before. I know of Thrive Agri. And then we had conversations.
1: There is Agro Partnerships,
0: Farm Crowd or something like that.
1: Crowdiverse, very they're they yeah, it's not called crowd okay. Yeah, exactly. You understand? So, so you you whenever these people put out the investment options out there, you always have units. So they will tell you one you can invest in like a unit of the farm, which is like 5k. So if you have 60k now, you can invest in like 12 units. You understand? So and this and when you when you look at the agri sector for now, this is a place where you can end. Well, you would, I would say you can earn like, a very fair interest on it. You understand? So you can put your money there. But, of course, in as much as you're putting your money in this investment platform, you need to understand that. You need to do your due diligence. For example, now you want to invest in the agri-sector. I would not advise you to just put your money there. You need to understand, okay, how long has this business existed? Like, have you spoken to people that have used this platform before? Understand. So you need to do your own proper due diligence before putting your money. Don't forget that there is COVID-19 out there. Money is extremely important, it's, and especially this money you're saving is for post-COVID because no one knows exactly how the post-COVID period is going to be. Like We, we all know that the COVID-19 is having an effect on the general economy, but we've not seen the full effect of it yet. So, you need to be, you need to be able to, you need to make sure that your money is very, very safe. I don't know if you've also heard of Piggy Vest. Yeah. I
0: have, yeah, so I have piggy vest. Them.
1: Oh, amazing. So, Piggy Vest is also like. Look at you
0: advertising.
1: Company. No, I'm not. I just said <laughs> amazing. I'm, joking like, with you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm just saying, like, so, like, I'm amazing in the sense that I'm happy that you are aware of investment platforms, of course. OK, so moving on to what I was saying. So this is a platform that also um, provides um, investment options for their users. So you would see. So I think basically what they've done is they've done their due diligence on behalf of the users, and then they're listing um, different investment options and pick options there. So with your 60k, you can put it in investments like this, and you're good to go.
0: OK, Um. one thing. I've not heard you state is like the range of interests at this point in time.
1: Oh, okay. So, oh,
0: um, I, okay, know that, I know that I know that the riskier the investment, the higher your interest percentage is. Based, right? I didn't get that. I know that the the riskier the investment, the higher your prof your interest percentage is. Right? Yes, of course. Okay. The
1: riskier the investment, the higher the interest. The higher the money you're putting into an investment, the higher the interest. Okay. So that is one very important thing. And if, another thing is you know, that with the way the economy is right now, the, the we are now uh, moving into like a low interest environment. Understand? The, if you look at the treasury bills, for example, the interest have dropped. So like or like when unlike towards the ending of last year when interest on the Treasury bill was like around the yield on it, basically the interest, basically, was like around, let's say, 9% or so. Like, that's when you're investing, let's say, one year. Currently, you'll be earning about, let's say, 3.8% per annum on the investment. So it has really dropped. And even in the agri sector same thing, most most investments, same thing. But you need to understand that the riskier the investment be higher interest you get. For example, now, so, like, let's talk about forex in this scenario now. So, this is a market that is very volatile, like, any it, it changes, you understand, you, but then, it's a market where you can invest in it and get 50% of what you invested out, can get 80%, can even get 100% of what you invested out. This is also a market where you invest in, and you lose everything, and you will be surprised. You will be like, what's going on, that kind of thing. So, Oh, it depends. Then the stock market, the stock market the Same thing. These are uh, risky investments.
0: What exactly then, the stock market?
1: Okay, so the stock market. So basically, just like every other investment, the stock market is you investing in you're your committing your like you're committing your money or your capital in a particular business, so that in the future, basically, most people when they invest in, if you're not trading it, like let's say like a beginner. Like you and me right now, you're investing maybe for the future. You want to grow your money over time. So let's say there is a firm. Let, let, let's say, let's say for example now you're investing in Amazon. I believe you like Amazon from this conversation. So, <laughs> so you're putting your money. You're buying the shares of that firm. So it's more like you're buying like you're investing in that firm. You're investing in their capital. You understand? So. You are putting your money there with intent you believe that this firm is one that will grow over time, so the money you invested in it should grow over time so we, in, for example, in the stock market, you should be able to like do your research, see how these firms are going to see how these firms are going to like basically grow over time, and then you're putting your money there with your intention that you're saving for the future, of course,
0: okay. Um, from everything you said, would you like to add any other thing to it?
1: Um, Of course.
0: So, speak on. We're listening.
1: Okay. So, basically, for this period, what I would like to um, tell my listeners is this is a period where we are facing a pandemic. It's not over yet. I know there's been a lot of um, ease in the lockdown all over the world. But right now, I would these are like key points I want you to take away, because of course we've seen a lot of salary cuts, people losing jobs, which is unfair, a lot of things are expensive, different things happening, and we do not really have control over it. so the first thing I would say to my user is I want you to be cost efficient as much as possible I want you this is a period where I want you to like review all. What's coming in and what's going out? Know your income, like what is coming in from your daily job, what's coming in from your side also. Try to track it better. You understand? You need to be able to match. Maybe let's say what you're earning with what is going out. You need to be as you need to be as cost efficient as possible. Know where to cut down. I don't think this is the pure where you should be thinking of. If especially if you're a low income earner, I'm not sure this is the pure where you should be thinking of. Um maybe buying a new T V. You understand? Accept the necessity to be honest. And so you be able to should try to be as cost efficient as possible. It's also a period where everyone should stock up smartly. Like make sure you buy in budget. Buying in budget basically helps you to reduce your um helps you to reduce the way you're spending, basically, you understand. So especially if you're earning five thousand you should ensure that you buy in bulk as much as possible. And you should also hold sufficient cash. You know, I talked about this sufficient cash the other time. You need to be able to meet obligations. It's a period where anything can happen. Don't put your money, don't put all your money in investments where you cannot easily liquidate. You cannot easily get cash. You need to also have cash to meet your daily obligations and of course emergencies that come up. You need to say so when, you, when I tell people about saving, I always tell them that save like your life depends on it because in the real sense, your life actually depends on savings. You understand? So save as much as possible, cut down all your expenses. Like, let's say right now, some people are still working from home, right? I don't know, you're working from home, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. And which means that there's been a reduction in your transportation costs and let's say clothing, um, um budgets, or something. So those are like find new areas to save. Make sure you save transportation, the money budgeted for transportation, money budgeted for clothes and everything. Make sure you save them as much as possible and also increase your emergency funds. Like So emergency funds in terms of medical emergency you understand. Make sure you save this period and then the last thing which we've been talking about is invest your money wisely. Like invest it so wisely, like, is a period where you need to, whatever you're putting your money in, you should be at least let's say 70% sure that your money is coming back to you because, of course, any, like, investment investing basically is a risk, we all know that so you should be sure that your money is coming back to you after proper due diligence and, you know, sometimes, I yes, it's good to always seek advice from people, financial advisors I'm always here to answer questions but you also need to educate yourself personally. Engage in self-development. Read articles, you understand. So that's what I would tell my listeners.
0: Okay. So in conclusion, this is more mm-hmm. than money now. Life generally. Okay. From everything okay. you've learned. If you to tell everyone one thing, it has to be just one thing. What would be that one thing you tell people about life? One thing. Yeah.
1: So one thing I would tell people is to be consistent in what you are doing. And if you're consistent with what you're doing, you will get to the top. You understand? You shouldn't like just, for example, let's say you are trying to start this business, be consistent with it, keep pushing it. Of course, there will always be a period where maybe it's not working and you understand, okay, this is not it. But if that's not the case, be consistent if you are looking for a job let's say, right now and it's not working out, be consistent. Keep looking for the job. Keep applying. Keep working hard. You understand? And another thing, okay, it's going to be more than one thing. Another thing <laughs> <Carry> <laughs> I in, would tell yes, another thing I would tell people, my listeners, is which is very important, which really helped me, is your journey is not the same as the other person. You understand the mm-hmm. journey is not the same as the other person. Your journey is your journey, so you should focus on it. You should not allow distractions from different people interfere with you. You should be focused. You should be consistent, and you should have a goal, and then make sure you achieve that goal. That's the most important thing. All right. And of course, have good support system, which is also very important.
0: Thank you for yeah. three advices.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Like, yeah. You see? <laughs> so. Um,
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for your advice on life. Thank you for sharing your story and your journey.
1: Yeah.
0: Once thank again, you. thank you for telling us about money. Thank you for... I mean, money is important. I've, I don't—I can't overemphasize how important money is. Maybe not to everybody, but to me. Because without money... Money is power in a lot of things, in a lot of places, in a lot of situations. Yeah, money, yeah.
1: money is power. But remember what I said you should money shouldn't send you on errand yeah you should you should see money as a tool to bring more money for you do you understand yeah you send it on errand let it be the other way around yeah
0: so thank you so much for coming uh i mean we hope to send you our form of appreciation when we blow so
1: i I really appreciate it and i look forward to you blowing yeah
0: (laughs) thank you very much so there you have it what are you doing with your money yeah so uh thank you so much for listening i mean i hope you picked up something from tolu in terms of tolu herself if you're looking for her you can find her on instagram or twitter at nick t's that's n-i-c-c-e-s i I hope i pronounced that right (laughs) but that's where you can find her and then she also runs a blog a blog she also runs a blog Blog yes blog. <laughs> she also runs the blog Happy Economics Blog dot WordPress dot com. So there you can find out a bit more about her money events, her money. I say money events. There you can find out a little bit more about what she says about money. I mean, she's the financial therapist, self acclaimed. But that sounds like a nice title. So I mean, she knows a lot about finances and economics. I've been disturbing. I told, I told. I, I think I told you guys that she's my best friend, my new financial best friend and here for the big surprise, drum roll please. From now on we'll be having Tolu once a month to talk about economics and uh, money and she'll be giving advice basically on the economy, on money habits, on what to do with your money. I mean if you know about these kind of things it helps you a lot and then with the way the world is now, a lot of these kind of things will charge for them. And she's a happy economist, so she is going to be helping us out on a few of these things. And then we'll see how far we get with that. But yeah, so stay tuned, we'll be having like a session with Tolu every month where she gives us financial juice for the month, basically. And secondly, this is the one that excites a lot of people that, listening to stuff we are having a giveaway guys
1: i don't know how to feel
0: about this but there's a giveaway coming up so watch out on our instagram and twitter space on sunday the item the thing we're giving away should be on our instagram and twitter and then there will be a question basically the question is let me give you the question beforehand what's your favorite episode of one day at a time the podcast and how has it helped you so basically, we're just using to keep account of ourselves and know what we've done right and wrong and if, if how much of an impact we're actually making. So this is our first ever giveaway. So participate, guys. Invite your friends to participate. And you should also follow us because the person that wins, that will actually be a follower on social media also. So that benefits both us and you. But it's a really nice item, actually. And if you see it, I hope you like it and then yeah give away, guys i'm happy lastly don't forget to share this episode with your friends with a friend so that they can win something in case you don't win it my, my english today has been bad but we thank god yeah so remember be patient with yourself and live life one day at a time Bye bye